What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the program. Today I'm here with Evan, this is Pete, and we have two things we primarily want to talk about today. So for starters, we're going to talk about the awful mass shooting at a country bar in California a day or two back, and then we're going to talk about Google Cortez here in New York State to lighten the mood. But first, let's start off a little heavier. So Evan, obviously, I believe it was 13 killed in this attack mm-hmm. in California, and Obviously, we're already seeing calls both in California to ramp up their gun legislation. They've got some of the biggest in the country, as well as the gun legislation here at home. Um, governor Cuomo, sadly still governor, is yeah, is already talking about ramping up the gun laws. And obviously, we're thinking Safe Act Part 2, except things will be more stringent. So mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the shooting? And uh, what are your thoughts on, obviously, both California and New York, and I'm sure many other places around the country looking to ramp up their gun legislation? All right, so the important thing to look at here, we're not going to talk about the shooter, we're not going to talk about his motives. This is clearly a disturbed individual with a lot of mental health issues. Everyone they've interviewed who knew him said this guy was nuts, Hmm. okay? He's a crazy person. The thing you need to look at is that California has the strictest gun control laws in the country. Yes. And this guy still was able to get a weapon mm-hmm. and go shoot up a nightclub. Yes. So, obviously, he doesn't care what the laws are in California. He broke all of them and murdered 13 people. Yeah. Because you don't, it doesn't matter what the gun control laws are. Murder is illegal throughout the country. People Pretty much still, everywhere in the world. Yeah, people <laughs> still want to just go around and murder people. Mm-hmm. So, the point isn't that we need more gun control. The, key, the thing we have to do is eliminate gun-free zones. Mm-hmm. More places need either armed security mm-hmm. or allow people who are obviously this was a bar, so it's a little bit different. You should not be c- carrying while you're inebriated. Yeah. This is 101. I learned this the first day in the academy. They tell you if you have your gun and you're in a bar, you better not be drinking. And if you're drinking, you better not have your gun. Yeah. Because no matter what you do, you're always going to be wrong. Because mm-hmm. if you're impaired, you cannot function correctly, you cannot think correctly. Right. But what we need to do, the same thing happens every time there's a school shooting. What's going to happen? That sign in front of the school that says gun-free zone, all that tells me if I'm trying to kill a bunch of people is that no one inside that building can stop me. Yep. If I walk in there, it doesn't matter whether a shotgun, a handgun, rifle, it doesn't matter what it is. If I go out, I can go to the corner, buy a gun, go to a school, shoot a bunch of people. Yeah. No one's going to be able to stop me. Of course not. And if I take out the SRO first, I don't want to sound like a lunatic here, but you know if the guy SRO is the guy, person who sits behind the desk... It's not usually the most able-bodied person on the force. Yeah. It's usually somebody they can they can afford to, you know, not have on the street. Yeah. So that person is taken out. Now the whole school is just wide open. Right. So people are like, oh, we don't want to turn our schools into jails. We don't want to do all this. In Israel, they don't have mass shootings. You know why? Because their teachers carry guns. Yes. That's it. You need to arm people. It doesn't have to be every teacher. Of and you shouldn't not. arm every teacher. I work with a bunch of teachers yeah. who in no way should have access to firearms. <laughs> Absolutely not. And they also in no way should be teachers. Oh my, they, should, they should not be teaching. They should yeah. not be educators. They should not be around children. They should not be allowed out of their houses. Okay? But the whole point is that you need to have people inside of schools who are there to make it turn it from a soft target to a hard target. Yes. Because 911 is, is always three minutes. Mo- at, at, at least. least. At least. Three minutes away. Yeah. That's why I keep a gun in my bedroom Hmm. on the other side of that wall. Also because you love it. Yes. But Cuomo's new legislation that he wants to introduce, it's not crazy, but I still don't like it. Yeah. So the only part about it that I like 
is that um, it would hold people responsible for improperly storing firearms and other people getting hold of them. Mm-hmm. You should always store your firearms so no one except for you and anyone else who's you want to be able to use the firearms, such as a spouse, girlfriend, whatever, in a home defense situation can access it. Mm-hmm. My gun is under my bed with a lock that only I and Valerie know the code to. Mm-hmm. That's it. No one else can get into that box. Yeah. So if you store yours in the closet, hanging next to your jacket, that's no good. Yeah. There should be a lock on it so no one can access it except for the people who are responsible and know how to use the weapon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this whole gun debate makes no sense. I mean, you touched on it earlier for starters. A gun-free zone sign is not going to destroy anyone. Like you said, if I'm looking to do damage and I know I can go in there and pick off whoever I want. Not even with a gun. If you have a knife. If yeah. I pull out a kitchen with anything, knife. Yeah. With anything. If I can go in there and nobody is armed and nobody can defend themselves, then it's easy pickings. And like you said, with response time at least three minutes, often, depending on where you are, it can be upwards of 15 minutes. Sure. So imagine a guy, the only guy in the vicinity with a gun and an unlimited amount of ammo, or at least a very high amount of ammo, can go in there and do a whole bunch of damage. So... That's for starters. Secondarily, criminals will always find a way. Whether it's murder, whether it's rape, whether it's even stealing and burglarizing a place where no one is home. Obviously, there are laws in place to both incriminate these people, put them through the justice system, and hopefully get justice out the other end. They don't care. If they cared, they wouldn't be perpetrating the act in the first place. Also, in California and in many states around the country, this guy added rounds to the number of rounds that could have been in this gun. So he altered it himself. Obviously, this guy was a combat vet. That's all we're going to say about him. So he knew how to do this, and he did. So not only did he get access to a firearm after a disturbance that the police were called on him for, so again, just like in Broward County earlier this year, somebody who probably shouldn't have had access to a gun got access to a gun, then he modified it so that it can inflict more damage than he would have been able to with just the actual thing. These gun laws do not work. They don't dissuade people who are highly motivated to do these things, and it's important we keep that in mind. Now, if we're going to talk about pieces of legislation, I think the number one thing that, and I think you can agree with this as being someone in law enforcement, and obviously we're both pro-Second Amendment, you may be even more so than I am, even though I am as well, is that... We need to, with people who have domestic disturbances called on them or certain things like that, whenever there's a history of anything violent related or even, you know, mentally covered, like they said he didn't do anything violent, but he was irate when the cops were called on him. His roommate said he was very strange, that he used to go work out and then like dance in the garage and just very, very strange and disturbed person. Clearly, some sort of mental illness. It could have been caused by PTSD. It could have been something before that. Sure. It could have been anything. The point is that this person shouldn't have had access to a gun. Mm -hmm. Gun laws don't work. Cities with stricter gun laws have more crime. Chicago. Chicago, Baltimore, (laughs) D.C. All these places have higher rates of gun crime and regular crime and violent crime Mm -hmm. than places that that don't have as strict gun laws because criminals know that the average citizen is not going to disobey the law and carry an illegal weapon. Right. That's the problem. And it's almost impossible to get a legal concealed carry permit in these places. Oh, it's almost impossible. And it's absolutely... But it's not even... We're not even going to discuss the whole process of concealed carry and all these other things. I'm huge on concealed carry. I think you should have to pass 
background check. You should sure. have to qualify with your weapon. Sure. You should have to go through a certain amount of training. But if you have no criminal record and you can pass a psychological, honestly, concealed carry, you should have to pass a psychological. Absolutely. Um, you know, for home defense, you should be able to just have something in your home to protect yourself. But if you're going to be carrying, it should be, you know, you have to pass a psych exam and you have to qualify with the weapon. You have to show that you know how to use yeah. the weapon and you should have to pass an exam saying, knowing when you're allowed to use the weapon, when you're not allowed to use the weapon, and that you are mentally sound. But adding more gun control laws in New York State. What? First of all, when was the last time we had a mass shooting in New York State? I don't remember. This is Cuomo doing a whole bunch of nonsense. So he looks like the good guy. He looks proactive to those lunatics that voted for him. All right, mm-hmm. and put him in power. Go well. California just had a mass shooting. I'm going to ramp up our gun control. We don't need more gun control in yeah. New York. We don't have mass shootings. This doesn't happen. The Second Amendment does not exist inside of New York City, basically. It's almost impossible for you to get a weapon, any type of weapon, yeah. while living in New York City. It is absolutely ridiculous. We don't need more gun control. Cuomo needs to shut the hell up, get off his ass, and actually do something to help fix this state. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with gun control. It has to do with fixing the restrictions that he's putting on businesses mm-hmm. and lowering our taxes, putting our taxes to work that we are paying and not giving it to people who don't work. Absolutely. And, I mean, we, we talked about this on the first show. It's all the things that can be done and should be done with taxpayer dollars that are not. So it's just a, it's just political posturing. That's essentially it's, what it is. Well, you know, we have about eight laws that govern cell phone use while you're driving, right? And there's <laughs> yep. only one that you need. It's use of electronic device. Then there's a texting one. Then there's a talking on the phone, distracted driving. You, uh, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah. There is no need to have five laws to govern one thing. Do not use an electronic device while driving. Boom. Simple. Done. That's that's, that's really it. easy. Yeah. And, and I mean, for years, we have wasted taxpayer dollars. We've legislated in the wrong places. Our infrastructure is going. We lose either the most or the second most number of residents per number of residents coming in out of every other state in the country aside from California. California's bleeding people. And, and the reason why is cost of living is exponentially high. The state is being run like shit. People can see it. It's being run into the ground. And this gun legislation is not going to change a damn thing. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised... And like you said, in the places that have the strictest gun control laws, you know most people obey the law. Because most people, regardless of their political beliefs or anything, are good people. They don't want to disobey the law. So if they see it's damn near impossible to even acquire a firearm, even if it's just for home protection, they're not going to do it. So what does that tell a criminal who can either legally or, in often cases, illegally get his hand on a weapon and, and alter it in some capacity to make it even more lethal? They're going to go into these places knowing full well there's probably not going to be anybody to stop them, knowing full well that police response time is shit, and they're going to get away with pulling off another one of these ass because these are narcissistic, sick people, and we're not focusing on the real thing, which is mental health. And obviously we talked a little bit earlier about if there has been a disturbance reported for you, whether you're not psychologically sound, even if you had to pass a psych test, which this guy apparently did after the cops were called on him earlier this year, and they said, uh, he's fine. Well, if you're good at lying, you can pass anything. Sure, but but usually... Like Dr. Ford taught her friend to pass a polygraph. I know, even though that apparently never happened, but... Oh, it happened. Oh, it definitely We all happened. know it happened. Yeah, I mean, when your ex-boyfriend comes forward... Anyway, we're not going to get into that. Um, the Part of the fact... These added legislation, it's just political posturing. It's not going to get anything done. And until we start talking about the real issues, mental health, how to qualify to obtain or not be able to obtain a firearm, this isn't going to get any better. In fact, it may get, continue to get worse 
before it gets better. So hopefully the people in Washington, D.C. and even our local representatives can get their shit together and start to figure this out. Because if we don't start having these difficult conversations, and it is tough. We all know people who are mentally ill. All of us. We have family members. We have friends. We have people we work with who are mentally ill and suffer from afflictions that maybe we can't possibly understand. But until we're able to get to a place where we treat them, obviously with respect and dignity, but also we get them the help they need, this is just going to continue to happen. So that's something that we can discuss for hours, I'm sure, but we won't get into that. Yeah, well, because Australia just had uh, another, they just had some sort of terrorist attack. I think it was domestic. But the guy just took out a bunch of people with a truck, and then I think he went around stabbing people. Mm Mm-hmm. They just had, they have a gun ban. They just had, when there's was a will, like 10, there's a 12 will. people killed. When there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And, and that's the case with any, I mean, look, obviously you want to have laws and you want your people to abide by laws, but not everybody is a law-abiding citizen. Not everybody is sane. So if an insane person wants to break the law and he or she is highly motivated to do so, they're going to do it. It doesn't matter how many laws, like you said, even with the, like, the texting and driving crap, they like five different laws in place when... Yeah, one... People still do it. Yeah. People still do it. You I, get fined. I did it on the way here. Hundreds of dollars. <laughs> hundreds of dollars, people still get fined. Yeah. But the big thing to do is, listen, if you don't believe in guns, that's fine. You're a dumb person. No, you're not. Yes, you are. You're stupid, okay? There are bad people out there, okay? People, this has happened in the past. There are people who break into people's houses just to hurt them. Yeah. This is a fact. A brother got robbed, a burglarized, yeah. actually. Burglaries, rapes, murders. Mm-hmm. People like Richard Rodriguez, I know it's a long time ago, but those people do exist. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you don't believe in a gun, make sure you have a good security system and a good lock on your door. Sure. I have a barrier on my door that you can't even hit through with a battering ram. Mm-hmm. Then I have steel mesh over the window, so if you try to punch through it, you're going to cut your hand open. Mm-hmm. And then I have a shotgun underneath my bed. So if you get in this house, if you even get up the stairs, you can take what you want. Because by the time you get through that door, there's going to be a slug right in the middle of your forehead. Yes. And that is why I sleep very, very soundly at night. Because I know that I'm safe. And if you don't have any of these measures, I'm not saying you have to have a gun. Yeah. But if you you don't feel comfortable having a gun in the house, you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't have the right to protect my house, my property, my family, people who I care about. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the biggest problem in this country is everyone wants to tell other people how they need to live. Yes. And it's it's ridiculous. That's that's the whole difference between conservatism of any kind, whether it's libertarianism or you're further to the right than that, or liberalism or leftism. And that is the left always wants to be the moral superiors. They want to tell people how to think, how to feel, how to act. You can't do that. Our founders founded this country so that you can live, you know, where you could pursue happiness and live your life the way you want to see fit. If that requires, like, like Evan sleeping soundly at night with a gun, so be it. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Like you, like you said, there's plenty of other measures you can take to make sure you're safe, or at the very least, the perp can get caught or prevented from breaking into your house and doing whatever it is he or she wants to do to you, usually he. But in any case... That's exactly what needs to happen. We need to distinguish between conservatism and leftism, and we need to make sure conservatism wins. Because with this recount stuff, we're not going to, I mean, we can talk about it if you want, but in Florida and Arizona and certain other places, there's recount stuff where the Republican senators and local representatives who may have things reversed because of these stupid fucking recounts, 
that can pose a problem because then we can't legislate. We can't continue to put justices and judges in the right places. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg fell the other day, broke some ribs. Obviously, we hope she's okay. But in the event she, she retires. She should retire. She should enjoy her. Well, she's you know, trying to ride it out until Donald Trump is succeeded. Which, she's she, 85 years old, so if he gets it, another four years... She's not making it another six years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, that's that's assuming he <laughs> wins, which obviously we're going to do everything in our power to ensure. But she's trying to hold on for dear life. But, God forbid, she takes a turn for the worse between now and when he's out of office. Chances are, we're going to be able to pass the Supreme Court justice of, unless the, the Dems are able to get enough people in the Senate where they can block... This type of thing. So obviously we don't want that to happen. So conservatism good, leftism bad. But the one last thing I want to talk about in terms of New York State and Cuomo with all this gun, with all these gun laws that he's making, we knew that he's this giant anti-gun person. Mm. There are four and a half million gun owners in New York State. Mm-hmm. Mark Molinaro did not lose by four and a half million votes. No. He didn't even get four and a half million votes. So anyone who Were there either, even four and a half million votes? I think so. So if you if you are a gun owner and a registered voter, which you should be if you are a gun owner, and you voted for Cuomo or you didn't vote, congratulations. Anything that he pushes is on you. Yeah, absolutely. And and other folks like ourselves who obviously value individual liberty are going to continue to be shunned by stupid legislation that's not going to accomplish anything for us as individuals, for our locales, or for our state. So, getting to a lighter note, let's talk about Google Eyes Cortez. So, she was able to secure a seat in Washington. She DC. ran unopposed, essentially. Yes, because after she defeated Joe Crowley, yeah, you're, she's in a district which is heavily minority-driven. This isn't to be racist, but a heavily minority impoverished area. Of course, they're going to want free shit. Yeah. So when you have a socialist saying, "Oh, we're going to get you all free stuff," not just at the local level but federally, they're like, "Fuck yeah!" We she can talk can't to even my... explain how they're going to pay for it, and she can't even afford an apartment in DC. She doesn't understand how finances work. No. They asked her, "How are you supposed to pay for these programs?" She goes, "What do you mean? How are you supposed to pay for it? It's cheaper." No, it's cheaper because the money has to come from taxes. Yes. That is, she doesn't even understand that if that things are paid for by taxes. The federal government does not have its own money. Its money comes from you. Yes. It comes from your pocket. That's the revenue. That is how they pay for all these social welfare programs. Yes. So all these people are like, oh my God, I can't believe the government takes so much of my money. And then you vote Democrat and you <laughs> vote for these people who are raising your taxes and increasing social welfare programs. It is your own fault. Yes. You don't trust the government, but you vote to expand the government. Yeah. You don't, they don't, people don't understand what they're voting for. No. So if you don't understand what you're voting for, guess what? Don't vote. Yeah. You Just because you have the right to vote doesn't mean you should. If you are uninformed and you have no idea what you're doing, don't vote. Because you're going to end up doing more harm than good. You're going to end up voting for something you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people end up voting for things the opposite of what they believe in. Yes. I told you a story um, last year. I was talking to one of the women that I work with. And she's African-American. Hilarious woman, awesome mother. Um, she just graduated from college, and we're talking. And she's like, she's asking about political stuff. She's like, I'm not really into it. And I'm like, Well, what are you registered at? She goes, Democrat. I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna ask you three questions, mm-hmm. and then no, you tell are, me the answer. Yeah, yeah I don't you tell me the answer, and then I'll tell you, you know, where you should be registered. So I go, Do you believe the government should have more power or less power? She goes, Less, of course, less. Good. I think most I, people can agree on I that. Agree. I don't understand how most people can agree on that when they vote Democrat, but let's let's get through this. 
Then I say, do you want to have more money in your pocket or less money in your pocket? She goes, more. I'm like, okay, good. I, if, anyone who wants to have less money in their pocket is insane. Yes. And the same person. Yeah. People who vote Democrat. Mm. Um, but let's finish the story. And I go, do you think that the government should have more say in how you live your life? Or do you believe that you should have more freedom to live your life how you want to as long as you're not hurting anyone? She goes, yeah, I want more freedom. Mm-hmm. Of course. I go, you should be a conservative. You yeah. are not a liberal. Nope. And she was shocked. She goes, you know what? And then she starts thinking, I go, do you support Do you support illegal immigration or do you think we need to stop illegal immigration? Stop it. I go, you need to start voting Republican. Mm-hmm. I've never been a party person, but the problem is that the Democratic Party is right now completely off base. Yes. 100%. Third-party candidates are not going to win. So we have to do what we can. Listen, midterms are over. But there are more elections. Election day is every year. Yeah. There's always someone up for election. You should always be out there voting. And if you're listening to this and you agree with our viewpoints, you should be out there voting conservatives into power. Yes. And do your research. Don't just go out there and vote if you don't know who you're voting for. Because there are people. There was some guy there running. Republicans. There was some guy running in New York who was a Democrat. And then right after Obama left office, he switched. It was like this whole story, and both sides were were putting this guy down because he was a fake. He was a fake Republican, right. and he was doing some other stuff where he was embezzling money. But you should be looking into these people. Look for what they stand in for, what they believe in, what they want to do. Hmm. If you want more money in your pocket and more freedom, don't vote Democrat. No, you you, you can't possibly do. That. I don't understand that, especially with the high earners. And and there's this thing that I've noticed because I know high earners who are Democrat, whether they're family members. Actually, they're mostly family members. And they have this almost, like, guilt about the amount of money they make. And yet, and and I think you touched on this before, they complain at tax time when they have to pay 65% of what they earn, literally, between uh, federal tax, state tax, property tax. 65% of what they make is going to the government. And they always feel underrepresented. And they wonder why that continues to happen year after year, election after election. It's because they continue to push these people, especially at the local level. Like we were saying on the first episode, the midterm elections, the elections at home are the ones that are most important. These are the people that are supposed to support you both at the state senate and even in the senate when when those seats are up. And the House of Representatives. And the House of Representatives, right. So you can't just vote these people into power thinking, oh, well, they're Democrats, so they're morally superior. That's bullshit. Like Evan said, know the facts. It's also wrong. It's, it is wrong. <laughs> know the facts, look into these people, look at their stances, and ask yourself those questions, among many others. If you think the government should be less involved in your life, should take less of your money, then guess what? You're not really a Democrat. You may think you're a Democrat because you were raised in a Democratic area, in Democratic schools, by Democratic parents and family members, but guess what? You're not. I mean, that's what we were raised as, and in the last few years, I mean, I know you came to realization a little before I did, but I'm disgusted with some of my stances from just a few years ago, and they were just merely, uh, admittedly, uneducated bullshit responses that I was getting from some of the mainstream media outlets that whenever I see on TV, I literally want to kick the TV in. 
So make sure when you do go out there and vote, you understand who you're voting for and what you're voting for, and don't just throw the party line. But like Evan said, generally speaking, if you vote conservative, you're voting for less government. Now, what we need to do something about is the federal budget, which is a fucking travesty. We're in a huge deficit, and we need to get that under control. I know Trump is trying to pass some regulations next year at all departments of government, taking a 5% cut, and the federal government, that is, among other things. I know he slashed regulations, and he slashed some government jobs and agencies, but we need to do more, and hopefully he won't be blocked for some of these last-minute attempts by the Democrats to get more people into the Senate and the House of Representatives, and hopefully if we're able to hold that off, we can continue to reduce these things and hopefully get our government back into a better place. Anything you want to add before we sign off? Yeah, I just, anyone who voted for Ocasio-Cortez, you are a terrible person. <laughs> You're a you, disgrace to you, the spot. You, honestly, you have no idea what you were doing. You literally heard free stuff and you went and voted for her. Because if she, first of all, if she, for, she has someone that she lives with. I don't know if she's a lesbian or whatever it is. She has a partner. I don't know what that means. I don't care. It's actually, it's completely irrelevant. They're keeping Zer out of the, uh, out of the media. Whatever. Zim, Zer, Zim, some type it's of all bullshit. Yeah. There are two genders, but we're gonna get into that a whole other time. All right. Um, if you voted for her, then you don't understand how the government works. No. Because if this person who knew she was gonna run for office, who had a job as a bartender and had a degree in economics, in my career, is that right? It was in economics. I think she or she, finance. She must have cheated on a whole something. Because something she doesn't understand field. economics. She doesn't understand how the how the government works. How people get things, how social welfare programs work. You cannot just give people things. Yeah. There is nothing there. Places like Norway, you have these governments where they have small amounts of people and massive oil reserves and everyone has a guaranteed salary. Their work ethic has gone to shit. Because if I know that no matter how, what job I have, I'm making anywhere from forty-five dollars to $65,000 a year and the government's going to guarantee that, why do I care if I do a good job? Yeah, There's no incentive. You, yeah. That's why capitalism is necessary. That's why you have things like, um, what is it? Like um, salary negotiations. So you could go in and be like, listen, I work my ass off. I need a raise. It's not. All these people complain about wage gap. If you listen to Jordan Peterson, he actually explains why the wage the wage gap exists. It has nothing to do with male or female. It has to do with people being aggressive and going for what they believe they deserve. Yes. All right. So we're not going to get into that because he explains it much better than we can. Yes. But if you're interested in that, check out Jordan Peterson. He's everywhere. He's amazing. And Peters might be in love with him. Yeah. Very well, maybe. So with that being said, guys, long story short, she has no idea what she's doing. Whoever voted for her is a complete disgrace to human society. And we will soon find out that that is true because she has no idea how any of the policies she wants to enact are ever going to be passed. They never will. They, they they'll never, never, will. They'll never be passed. It's impossible. That's why Bernie Sanders doesn't accomplish shit. He came very close in 2016. He was robbed of the presidential nomination. Thank God. Yeah, really, honestly, thank God. Because <laughs> he might have won. <laughs> and he still won the one. Uh, we don't know about that. He's, a, he's not really a Jew. He's like a self-hating one. Yes. We don't, we don't claim him. No. But, like, they, America would yeah, never going to elect a Jew. No. Because the Democrats, you know the Democrats hate. If you, if you, we're not going to get into the whole anti-Semitism thing today. I do have a blog post up about anti-Semitism and the left. It is on our website. Please check that out if you are interested. It's a nice little short piece about how um, mainstream Democrats hate Jews and Israel. Yeah, they do. They do. It's a fact. And, and, and they're the real racists for the most part. Obviously, there are people on the far right who are bad, but 
they really do a lot of backhanded stuff that they try to get away with intersectional politics. It's mainstream, reality mainstream leftist politicians. Yes, this is mainstream. Yeah, this isn't far left. We're side. not even talking about Antifa. We're talking about Maxine Waters. We're talking about Louis Farrakhan, Al Sharpton, all these people who are very prominent on the left. Mm-hmm. These people are anti-Semites and they're giant racists and they're all morons. Yeah. That's the most important thing to remember, that these people are stupid. Maxine Waters, her district is constantly broke. She has huge amounts of people on welfare, and people keep voting for her. Because they're reliant on her. Get your shit together, California. They're not going to. They won't. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to sign off. But guys, feel free to check out our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com. In fact, after you see our video disappear, if you're watching or if you're listening, you're going to hear Evan list off all the different sites, social media channels. We just reached over 1,000 followers on Facebook, which is awesome. Actually, we're actually very close to 1,100 now. And, nice. and it's growing and growing. You know, We're an online community and media platform for New York State conservatives. So if you're a conservative in New York State, you feel ostracized by your friends, your family, your coworkers, everybody basically. If you feel you can't really rep who you are and what you believe in, just walking out on the street, then this is the platform for you. We hope you tune in every week. We're going to have more videos, more podcasts, more articles coming out to you week to week. And please donate. If you go to the Facebook page or our website, there is a section to donate. Whether you want to do a one-time donation for any amount or you want to donate on a monthly basis. We have $5, 10 and $20 tiers on Patreon which you can read up more on. We'd really appreciate it. All of that is going to go back into making this content better quality for you. So please feel free to check it out. So for that... I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're signing off for the weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll come back at you early next week. Have a good one. It's Evan with Empire State Conservatives Network. Just a reminder to check us out on our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com or Patreon at Patreon.com slash EmpireStateConservativeNetwork. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash EmpireStateConservatives. On Twitter at EmpireStateCons. Instagram at GetRedPilledNY. And on YouTube. Make sure that if you like our stuff, to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.